0: This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 7th of February. Prepare for takeoff, Justin. Sydney Airport is finally set to delist from the Australian Stock Exchange this week after their shareholders finally approved a takeover for a cheeky $23 billion. (laughs) That is big. B-Man, another day, another Canva acquisition. And this time, Canva's acquired a UK-based data visualization app, and it's called Flourish. Going to be a lot of people acting very smart in their presentations, (laughs) B-Man. Three scrum. Umptious story today, Justin. Let's do it for our first. After a pretty rough couple of years, Qantas is slashing the amount of frequent flyer points that Australians need in order to book accommodation. We love a trip that feels like it's free, man. Yeah. What is the story? So Qantas's frequent flyer program is one of Australia's most popular loyalty programs. There are over 12 million frequent flyer members in Australia. So pretty much every second <laughs> Australian. Exactly. You know the drill. You earn points. You swap it for flights, or flight upgrades, or even book hotel rooms. Now before COVID, Justin. Fontas' frequent flyer program, it was one of the company's most profitable divisions. And then COVID hit and we weren't catching flights no more. Nope. Or doing much of anything really. So the frequent flyer division took a massive hit. Specifically, we're talking around 30% losses. But now they're planning to turn things around by slashing the amount of frequent flyer points required to book hotels by 30%. Pack your bags, Juzzy boys. <laughs> so what's the key learning here? When consumer behavior and consumer trends change, businesses need to update their own models in order to maintain relevance and profits. In Australia, with border restrictions changing all the time, many of us have been pretty hesitant to leave our hometown. But Qantas is predicting a big leisure travel boom. You know, as people start to feel more comfortable about traveling again this year. I.e. bougie city staycations. (laughs) Romantic regional getaways. So to stay relevant and get people using their frequent fly points, Qantas has changed its strategy by essentially lowering prices. So we'll see how effective this one is when Qantas reports its half-year results at the end of this month. Oh, yeah. For our second story, an Aussie startup that's in the rent to own space has raised $31 million from some big name investors like CBA to help us break into the housing market. Not a bad start, B-Man. man. What is the story? So we all know that property ownership has become absolutely bonkers. Get this. The average number of years in the workforce before purchasing a home has increased from 2 years to 12. Well, and in Sydney, for example, over the last 10 months alone, median property prices have gone up by $300,000. <laughs> wow. So in this startup called Own Home has just closed a $31 million investment round, and they're focusing on the rent-to-own business, which basically tries to help Australians get into home ownership. And B man, although they've only proven this model with nine homes so far, it seems like investors are pretty bullish on this model. So, what's the key learning here? With a house deposit so hard to achieve these days, a number of new models have emerged to help people get into the property market. Now, one model is rent vesting. You know, buying a property in a location you can afford and then renting where you want to live. There are also platforms where you can buy a fraction of a property. Except you aren't able to live in these properties, so Mm. it's purely an investment. And there is the rent to own or rent to buy model. And this baby allows buyers to lease a property with an option to buy the property at a later date. Essentially, you build up equity in the house as you pay rent. But B-Man, the downside is you don't actually own any part of the home until you've made the final payment. Very interesting. For our third and final story, Calm, the meditation app, has acquired a company named Ripple Health Group. And now Ripple CEO is going to be joining as co-CEO of the combined company. Ah, uh, Calm. Helping me sleep since 2018, B-Man. <laughs> what is happening here? So Calm is the meditation and sleep app that was founded in 2012. You know, it's famous for the sleep stories by all your fave celebs like Harry Styles. Idris Elba. Those soft sounds put me right to sleep. And now Calm has acquired Ripple Health Group. That'd be a healthcare tech company that works to connect people with their healthcare options. Now Ripple team, they're going to join Calm and they're going to focus on building something called Calm Health. And Ripple CEO will be taking on the role of Calm's co-CEO as well. So what's the key learning here? In traditional companies, we usually see one person in one executive position. One chief financial officer. One chief operating officer. And of course, one chief executive (laughs) officer. (laughs) But more and more, we're starting to see companies that have two CEOs, aka co-CEOs who work together. Atlassian's done it. We've seen Netflix do it recently. We've seen it at Salesforce as well. So, B-Man, What is the thinking behind it? Well, modern businesses move at such a fast pace that demands on a single CEO, they've become too large for one single human. Plus, with two humans, you often get very different skill sets. So at a company like Calm, which focuses on mental health, Mm -hmm. we can see how this model would align with their business values. Chelsea boy, I've been loving the business news memes that we've been working on in the Flux Daily newsletter. Pretty good, seeing Facebook as the Titanic hitting an iceberg. (laughs) Flux fam, check out the daily newsletter flux.finance slash newsletter. The link will also be in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.